Hello, welcome back, uh, Chaotic Corp Season 4. Uh, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm your co-host, uh, Apollo. I'm going to introduce our special guest here, uh, Chris. Hello. Welcome back, Scott. Pretty much, you know, been here all season. Hey, thank you for letting me back here. Yeah, he oh, it's good to be back. Episode. Good to be back. You weren't in the last. God, episode. sounds like that one guy that got kicked out of a bar, and they're just like, "Yeah, you're not that bad." <laughs> and and he's like, "Thank y'all for letting me back in," <laughs> and then proceeds to get kicked out again. I, I, I kid you not, we had those people <laughs> at the bar at Bucks. I kid you not, those people were hilarious. <laughs> I was like friends with those people; they were hilarious. Um, some lady actually stole glass cups and decided, hey, if I return these, can I come back to the bar? And the bartender was like, hell no, get the hell out. Why would you try to return them? Just keep them. I don't know, but she legitly, like, I think she threw one at the wall and it shattered. And, oh, nice. and then she, like, ran out before the cops could nice. come. It was, it, was, it was a lot of fun that night. Anyways... So, you know, last episode of Loki, very sad, very good episode, um, sad to see it go, um, but we do have a little bit of, of a surprise about the show at the end of this episode of this podcast, so stay, stay tuned all the way through. Um, in, in the beginning of this episode, um, we get a really cool uh, view of, um, I, th I, there was a name for that little... And spoilers. Yeah, and spoilers, there you go. Um, there was a there was a name for that little like floating island, but I can't remember what it was. The citadel. The citadel. Um, yeah, citadel at the end of time. Yeah, yeah, and you get a cool glimpse of literally, you know, time itself, the the sacred timeline in the back of the citadel, which is really cool. Um, I it, find it interesting. I guess it's more of a stylistic thing than anything that is flowing in like a circle. Instead of just a straight line, that's true. Like it normally appears to be, that's in a circle. But I don't know. I don't want to get too deep. On well, that, the, get too deep. I think, I think it could be like that. Time is infinite, and if it's in a circle, it's like never ending. That if you yeah, true. If you remember from Endgame, uh, I remember Tony was trying to uh, do time travel, and he said something about give me a Mobius, uh, Mobius circle in. A Mobius. Mobius strip inverted. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it was literally a, a circle. It was like in a loop. So, yeah, I don't know if that has I, anything to do. I'm not too with... versed on what that means. You know, neither do I. But relativity, all that stuff. I'm not too versed on that. But I, well, not at all. All good old Neil deGrasse Tyson. He can explain it for us. Hold on one second. All right, we have oh, a special yeah. guest, uh, Neil deGrasse hey, Tyson. Neil. Everybody. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> love that. Um, so here they are, and they're walking up to the front gate um, of this giant mansion. And I like how Sylvie's like, "Well, aren't you gonna tell me not to kick in the door?" <laughs> she was very unsure of walking in there herself. I, I guess she was a little scared of like finding out who they were gonna find. I guess. Um, because like if you're controlling time the guy's got to be pretty powerful right you know so i guess she was a little scared um and then she's like i gotta get prepared so give me a minute and before she could even take a breather the door opens and they walk in and they're on you know high alert and the first person that you see that i didn't expect uh was miss minute and I, of course i made the yeah. joke that miss minute was the end boss to loki <laughs> <laughs> but which which would have been kind of funny I, 
I almost, I was almost thinking that. Like, I was like, hey, the, the little animated talking clock is, you know, controlling all this. Right. I was like, yeah, no, this I, has got to be. I said this from the very, like, well, second episode anyway, that Miss Minute is the real menace here. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, I thought her name was like Miss Billy or something. Miss I can't, I don't even Billy. know why, but but yeah, I I meant Miss Minute. Oof. I've said it multiple times. I feel stupid, but the point is, I was like, yeah, yeah we know. This, this thing's a menace. <laughs> That's funny. Thanks, thanks, Chris. I, thanks, you're welcome. I did have a theory. Thanks. I did have a theory that she was, you know, an in on it because she was really acting weird in the last episode. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I get because, you know, Sylvie kind of had her and uh, Ravona, like, you know, at the throat, you know, mm-hmm. but still, she was acting too suspicious, you know? So, I don't know. Um, so, you I know. Feel like probably at that point, she was actually in contact with, um, well, I guess we'll get to that, but. We'll get to that, but yeah, I know it's actually what you mean. Um, so, you have Miss. You know when clearly she. She knew she knew more than anybody else did, which was funny. Oh, yeah. Because I thought, like, oh, this little cartoon mascot is just like, hey, you know, like, let's let's go out and review our today's lesson. And, you know, but she's like Mickey Mouse with Disney. She's like, she knows all oh, the yeah. sturdy secrets. She's literally evil. I just thought they grabbed a variant of, like, Walt Disney himself and forced him to make cartoons for him. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, that would make sense. I'm not rolling then. that out. That's a... Scott's not even gonna think about that one. Um, <laughs> I'm not rolling that <laughs> he's out. He's not going down that that <laughs> rabbit hole. Um, that's wait. what that's where Walt Disney really is. <laughs> down in the rabbit. Forget hole. that. For, for, forget that whole uh, frozen, uh, head. frozen head theory. He, he's he's really in the TVA. He's oh. making cartoons for him. <laughs> oh no. So. I, I like how we have Miss Minute literally preaching to them about how, you know, they could have all this power. Um, I, I really especially like how, you know, she goes up to Loki and she's like, if you wanted to, you could win that battle of New York. And you could see him really thinking about it. But I knew. Yeah, he, he was thinking. He was thinking. Like I knew that deep he down was... he was kind of a changed person that he wouldn't do it. But yeah, he was definitely thinking about it. And then she said, uh, you know, how would you like the Infinity Gauntlet? How would you like to kill Thanos? And, you know, that's, I don't know. He was just thinking about all this stuff. And then I can't remember what he said. He was like, we, we create our own futures. Yeah, create our own, own destinies. Something like that. Yeah. We're in charge of our own destinies now. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, something to uh, that effect. Something to that effect. So then, I'm pretty sure that was the exact quote. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, and then, as usual. As usual. And then uh, we have, you know, then she goes, goes away. Um, I, 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 you know, all these theories about who it could be at the end of this episode. Um, and I noticed that she said he. Um, and I had heard theories that it was going to be uh, these two people called Then and Now. Um, and I also had uh, heard a theory that it was going to be the one above all, which kind of would have made sense at the same time. Um, 
and Scott, I, I don't know if you knew who the one above all is. I think I, I was trying to like tell you about it. Um, the one above all literally like technically created all of like the whole universe. There's the Beyonder, and then I think mm-hmm. the above the Beyonder is the one above all. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. It is interesting. DC DC has their own version of the one above all, and I don't remember what his name is, but he's a little bit more creepy than. Um, it's a guy in a top I hat s- and like a '60s like suit and tie, and he's got a lantern. Oh, I was, I was thinking of Doctor Manhattan. No, not Manhattan for some odd reason. I know what you're. What you're I'd have to look about. that up. I'll now. have to. I'll have to look. You, you could probably look up uh, the one above all like counterpart DC or something, and it would probably come up. But anyways, um, so after they had their whole little talk, after she was trying to, I guess you could say, turn them to the dark side, um, you know, she goes and ends up talking to Ravona, and... That guy, okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's called, he's called Presence. Yeah, that yeah is the Presence. Weird. The Presence, he's a little, I don't know, he's a little creepy to me. Um, you know, I don't know. So then we have <laughs> Miss Minute talking to Ravona, and she's downloading some kind of files onto her tempad that I guess uh, he and uh, you know the one that shall not be named yet gave her. He remains. He, he oh, remains. Now I have a theory about that, but go on. I want to hear it at the end. Um, I do okay. too. And 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 I was thinking, I was like, I wonder what. Now I have a theory. Damn it! I was like, <laughs> I have a theory too. Way to go. <laughs> We all have theories. Way to go, Tristan. We might all have the same thought here. We going. might all have we the same thought. Probably do. We, but, I, but I said it first, so I want to say it. Yeah, you'll no, say it don't. first. Okay, shut up. Anyways, hostile man. Anyways, so it, it, I don't know. It was kind of weird. I was wondering like what kind of files that he was giving her because in the end, yeah, it, it was kind of weird that it was like when she got the files when Miss Mintz gave Ravona the files. And then her phone is like, these aren't who what I asked. This isn't what I asked for. And Miss Minish is like, he thinks these will be more useful. And then right. her phone is like, who, who, who's he? Who? <laughs> that debunked my theory that I thought that she was in on it. No, she's not. Yeah. I mean, Miss Minutes ended up being in on it, but not Ravona. But because like, I said it in the in previous episode. Which makes sense, honestly. Yeah. I, I, had, I was saying that my theory was was that maybe she was she didn't know but deep down she did and she just had some of her memories locked um maybe and that she was slowly unlocking them but only because he was allowing her to unlock these memories slowly and slowly mm. um but then right. that kind of just oh, kind of what like professor xavier did and like x-men with like wolverine Something and like, like um yeah the yeah. phoenix force okay yeah. i like that but this whole this whole episode kind of just debunked that whole theory still it was still you know still cool to see um and then uh mobius comes through the door and he's waving that stick around he's like i'm gonna fucking prune you (laughs) he's like he's really upset (laughs) of course he's like they're still good friends and for some reason she's mad at him you know real all emotional and he's the one that got pruned so i don't you know but of course i think it was that she was claiming that he was the one that got or uh that sorry that he was the one that betrayed her when he was saying that she betrayed him um which i didn't really get uh, could someone elaborate on that 
Basically, mm. she probably felt like <sighs> that she was betrayed because he didn't uphold the mission of the TVA. Yeah, and then he and said, forced her hand. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I mean, Ravona still like. I mean, Mobius has been brought to light, really. He, he sees past the TVA and everything, but Ravona's still in it. So, yeah, to her, that he's the betrayer. She said mission, and then I was like, what What exactly is the mission? Mobius even asked, what is the mission? Because everyone's just variants, you know? So, yeah, it, it, I don't know, it's still confusing to me, but I guess we'll find out later. Um, but, you know, so... She, he tries to attack her because she's like, you're, oh, you're no threat to me. <laughs> and I was like, damn. I was like, you better show her, Lightning McQueen. And, you know, of course he tries he to tried. attack her. <laughs> he tried. And, and he, he got shut down. He got knocked on his butt. Yeah. And, yeah. So, you know, he's like, just do it. You know, like Dr. Manhattan style. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Sky, you should know what I'm talking about. I do, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Uh, so, then you know, I I can't remember exactly what what words were were said after that, but before she ends up walking through a portal, she said, "In sorry, go on, go ahead, no, go ahead." Um, Mobius asked her like where exactly she was going, and she said, and I quote, "In search of free will." Yes. Now, mm-hmm. here's what my theory is: was on her temp pad is that um the guy knew the once in the loki showed up um the guy knew exactly like what was going to happen up to a certain point either that they were going to take over or they were going to kill him and multiple universes would spout from that now what i think he did was to make sure um gate like gave her the information like okay go to this timeline make sure that this happens and you know and then all of a sudden the the timelines would split i think that he ensured that the conqueror versions of himself would be born and that they would learn their lesson had they killed him um and if they didn't kill him then obviously that would have been a branch that they would have fixed but i don't that that wasn't necessarily my theory but that's a good theory nonetheless that's um, not my theory either, but that's a, that's an interesting thought. I like that. That's All right, what's next? Who, who who wants the who wants the theory stick? So my well, theory I was, was theory stick. I, I was gonna say before everyone keeps going on to their their theories, we did event. You know, we did see them walking through the corridor. I want to go back to it. Don't worry. We see them walking throughout the mansion after you know it cuts back to them and then you know they're looking at these statues i noticed that three of them were the original three time wizards right and then but one one of them was like broken on the ground and i had a thought that maybe it was his own statue but for some reason he just destroyed it and you could see that there's dust everywhere and then we see and hear this door opening but it was an actual like an elevator and out comes this guy i don't actually know the guy's name but it is it is kang but i'll i'll get back to that uh voice crack i'll get back to that as to why it is and also isn't kang um so yeah basically it's 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 kang and i didn't really think that they would do this this early but i like the way that they did it so i just wanted to introduce people that you know we did seek a version of kang so what who else had a theory i'll go if you don't my mind theory what Someone that it was that it would be kang 
What were you saying? Oh. Oh, you had see my. Th and that was, that was kind it. of the popular theory, and that's what I thought. I, I don't know much about the comics, so. It's okay, you're learning with us. Oh, you're a bandwagon. Oh, Tristan, don't <laughs> bring that up again. Tristan, okay. don't bring that up. Okay, someone tell me their theory. Please. So, my theory is that the Judge Lady, she is a female variant of Kang the Conqueror, that's and an she doesn't know it. One. And like she's gonna go, like you said, ensure that all of them are born, and that she's born, so that way she can take over. The t she can lead the TVA to make sure that it actually happens, and that everything goes back the way it was. That's an interesting one. I like I like your two theories because yours kind of piggybacks off of Tristan's. I, I appreciate that. That's that's a good that that honestly that's a good theory. I like both of your theories so far. Uh, Tristan, not so much. Well, no, I did like it, but it's not what I was thinking. That's all. That's what I was trying to say. Sorry, I'm not trying to say that your theory was shit or anything. It's good theory. Tristan, your theory he sucks. Get out. Hey, hey, Scott's words, <laughs> not <laughs> mine. Scott's words, no, not just mine. we're just we're completely screwing with you. I loved your theory. What well, did you have a theory, uh, Chris? I I don't. I, as far as like, I had a theory that it would be Kang or a version thereof. Uh, I don't really have a theory past that though. Okay. Well, um. Okay, so let's, you know, keep going. Um, and then eventually I want to talk about how I think it is and also isn't Kang. So, here they are. They're finally meeting him. Uh, the one who remains. We'll call him that for right now. And yeah. Because in, in this whole episode, he doesn't actually officially address him as such. Um, he, he has a little line about, like, people call me many things. A king, a conqueror. Yeah, he, that, he, whatever. He, he, but he said a ruler. I think it's, I think it's just like, oh yeah, ruler, a conqueror. I think it's best to just call him the he who remains. For yeah, right now, yeah. This, I'll get back into it. But so, you know, they're going up into the elevator, and I like how Sylvie actually tries to attack him, and he immediately blips behind her, and then all over inside the little elevator. Um, and then I'm just like, wow, that like. It didn't even look like he touched his own tempad at mm -hmm. all, and then, you know, there's a reason. Yeah, for no, that. he just kind of he kind of flickered. He, yeah, he literally just flickered, and then he flickered like up into his actual office at the top of the tower that you could see outside the whole mansion. Um, yeah, so they they're they're up there with him, and I guess basically introducing themselves. Um, or not, not so much really, but you know, he's trying to like have a conversation with them and Sylvie's over there giving them the death stare, you know, and then Loki's just like, uh, okay, <laughs> it, I don't know, it was kind of funny. Um, I think that he starts explaining that, you know, the reason why the TVA exists is because of him, of course. Um, and he does he says something i can't really remember exactly what triggered it in my mind to think this but i i do think that it is you know i guess you could say a good version of kang but he, he calls himself the one who remains because he doesn't want to be kang the conqueror because he did mention that there was a multiversal war with just all these kangs of himself uh, versions of himself from different universes he goes on this whole thing about how it all started that he was born in the 31st century um, and I 
I can't remember. I think he said... I don't even know how it exactly started. I think he said he was studying I, the I, universes. I remember it, Jordan, if I, if I can. Go ahead. Yeah, basically, like you started, he was saying about, you know, how he was born in the 31st century, and he started figuring out the, the universes were stacked on one another, as he put it. And around the same time, I guess, in the other universes, the other versions of himself were also figuring that out. So then they started visiting each other, started sharing knowledge, stuff like that. Yeah, there was a whole piece. And then eventually some of them got power hungry and then multiversal war. Yes. Um, and then I think he said eventually he... I think he said that he he met this creature that he didn't name the Eliath. Yeah. yeah, he met Eliath. Yeah, he found Eliath. He found Eliath, and then he started doing tests and experiments. And he said that he actually weaponized Eliath. I think right. beca- I think because of the entire multiverse of war between himself, I think that's what caused Eliath to come out of the shadows, oh, just to be right. created. Okay. I think that's what he said. Um. He literally said that Goliath would like consume space and time at the same time. Um, so, you know, and then he said that he weaponized it and used it to end the multiverse of war. I guess leaving him as the top, the the only one left. And the reason why I thought that you know this is Kang, a good version. But he doesn't want to be called Kang because of everything that happened. I think he would like to just be classified as um, the last one, he who remains. He who remains, literally in the name. So yeah, good point, Chris. Um, and I like the way that he did it too. He like used his like ten pad and he gave us like a little like. Yeah, he used the little. Yeah, which I found interesting that like everything in that mansion is that black which is gold it, not it, even accents just the right. veins it could technically so be from is, his temp head it could it, it could be just a whole f- it probably is it probably is just a whole that temp little head, temp yeah. head it could because be. it's made of that same material it looks like and it. his little projections were yeah. all that same color yeah that's a that's mm. a pretty good theory that's a pretty good thought um so of course while he's you know he finally finishes um talking about all of this and then he stops immediately and this is where i got a little like worried because uh but before that before that real quick he he actually pulled out these pieces of paper um because they didn't exactly believe him and he showed them that he knew yeah, basically exactly like basically just showed him a chat log exactly and and what would happen at this exact time and this exact time and he explained you know how do you think i know exactly how to when to avoid your attacks because sylvie was while he was talking she was being rude and like yeah, trying to kill like, him went over the desk and went straight for his throat and he just like just Jumped backed back. up in the chair a little bit yeah he, he literally blipped um and he you know he he proved it to him that you know, basically, he's in control of everything, and that he knows what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. But then, you know, like I said, after he's done talking about all this, he stops and, like, looking around the entire room as if he's sensing something. Uh, and, and then 
he says, you know, we've crossed the threshold. And I'm immediately thinking, like, oh, no. Did he... Did something happen to where he, like, can't tell time or the future anymore? Or, like, did he literally just run out of, um... I don't, I don't even know. Time. Time juice? Not time juice. I don't know. I didn't want to make it sound lame, but he literally couldn't keep track of what was going to happen next as if he like didn't get that far or something and that kind of yeah. like astounded me i kind of thought that something like this would happen it, in my opinion it's kind of like cliche like oh you know it's like all these two these two people this was supposed to happen and then like oh somehow it's just all of a sudden not supposed to happen i don't know it's it's a little weird mm -hmm. to me. but um he literally tells them he's like i might have fibbed <laughs> It's like I lied. <laughs> I just lied about I everything. What, I don't know what the hell is gonna happen in the next ten seconds. Um, so that was a bit crazy. Um, and then he actually tells them he springs this idea, but he's been having this idea like, I guess all of his life, that he's old, he's tired, and he needs someone to take his place. And he suggests those two. And I, I was like, oh, okay, that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, what was your guys' thought on that whole moment? I think he was very desperate. No one no one would pick Loki, the god of mischief, to be like, yeah, bring order to, like, the entire the entire thing, he, you know? He's, he spoke to him as if he knew him personally. Right, of course, but I feel watching. like he was still desperate. He was oh, no, like, he was definitely desperate. I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. No matter, and he obviously didn't care because he was like, "Y'all could kill me and like, yeah, exactly. you know, everything go to yeah. hell." Exactly. That's fine. He literally so, said, "Yeah, he literally said, you know, you can kill me, let the branches flow, or you can take control of it." And then you know, Sylvie starts accusing him, trying to kill him, and then Syl Sylvie's being stopped by Loki, and he's like, "Maybe he's telling the truth." I like how he says I'm a liar, and I don't feel like this guy was lying, because because Sylvie called him a liar like a couple times, um, yeah. and you know of course then they kind of break out into a fight. She accuses him of wanting the throne, wanting all of the power. She wants to kill him. He wants to keep order. How how can you you can't compete with that? You know you got to try and recruit her to your side, or all is lost. So you know they they're they're throwing magic at each other trying to hit each other with their swords um and then, Which i will say that was a very well choreographed fight that was really it cool it was a pretty good fight i'll admit um and then the, sh the 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 thing that i thought wouldn't happen but at the same time i kind of knew that it was coming they eventually stop and look at each other and you know he's trying to convince her of everything that he you know that he's not a liar that he's uh, Loki's trying to convince Sylvie that, you know, he's not a liar, um, that he doesn't want to see her get hurt, that he wants her by his side, and then she actually kisses him. I didn't think, I don't know, I, I kind of half expected that to come in, like, earlier in yeah. the show. Not gonna lie. I mean, you kind of really figured after, like, uh, episode... She kissed him, then she dissed him. I was so She upset. literally threw him through a portal. She, oh, she yeah. grabbed... Literally, they had, like, that touching moment, and then she just... Yeah. 
She literally used her magic on him. Yeah. I find it interesting how she could also use the magic to like just create a kind of, I guess, more of a concussive blast, I guess. Like a force blast. So, um, probably my favorite part, my favorite part probably in this whole show, um, after she concuss blasts him through the portal back to the TVA, you know, it closes and she immediately starts heading straight for, uh, the one who remains and literally like throws the desk to the side with like ease she she was pretty angry you could see it in that in that that push oh um, yeah it was pretty cool and then she he's all he's all like giddy and he's laughing because he's so desperate he just wants this to be over he you can see it um, Absolutely. And, you know, she's like, aren't you going to beg for your life? And he says, I could. I could. <laughs> and then she shoves the knife through his heart. And um, can anyone remember what he said as he was, it like, was... in the chair? Oh, yeah, like, see you soon. Yeah, like, he said something Latin. else like after so... that, I thought. Something yeah, like that in Latin. He's... No, I think he was spoken... speaking English, Scott. You're was still... he? You're still stuck in episode two. I mean, I've got my laptop up right now. You want me to like go back and look? I mean, you could. Um, you could do a little research. Um, Basically, said see you soon, and then winked. Yeah, and then he just died. And then she's kinda, oh okay. She's kind of, and then she's kind of realizing like, geez, what did I do? As the whole place is kind of like rumbling. Um, and then you look out. What have I done? Yeah, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? So then. She looks outside, or the panel, you know, pan, pans, is pans? Pans? Pans. Pans over yeah. to the outside window, and you can just see the entire uh, sacred timeline. It immediately just became like an entire, you know, tree just splitting off into different sections. The whole sky was just a strip, and now mm-hmm. the whole sky looks like an entire like nebula galaxy it's it was really cool but like you you just know that all hell is like all right if i can interrupt do you think that's what secret wars is about oh sorry go on i want to talk to you about that but go ahead chris if i can interrupt i i just went and rewatched it and basically yeah as soon as he as soon as sylvie stabs him he just says see you soon and then kind of lets out a little chuckle and then he's oh uh, okay i didn't know I that okay interesting something else but it's not but no um to answer your questions um i had a theory about this entire thing now the whole thing and i'm sure everyone's heard about it the whole thing with toby mcguire and andrew garfield appearing in spider-man 3 with tom holland if anything this kind of more or less confirms it for me they they've kept it under wraps. They have not said confirms the possibility. Yeah, it's the, it's a bigger possibility than it was before. Of course, it was just starting out with the fans, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this would be so cool," um, because they you know everyone heard that Doctor Strange was supposed to be in it, and then from Doctor Strange, it's Doctor Strange into the from Spider Man three to Doctor Strange into the multiverse. They're connected, you know. Uh, the whole possibility of them possibly being in Spider Man three is even greater now than it was before because of this whole episode 
Um, would it make sense, though? Like, they're all variants of Spider-Man, you know? And, like, are you saying that it would, or it wouldn't make sense? I think it would make sense, because like, it like, makes sense, like, oh, there's all these variants, that's how they explain it. Like, oh, Andrew Garfield, he's a variant of Tom McGuire, and Tom right. McGuire's a variant of Tom Holland, and so forth. Right. The, um, clever, clever. And, Marvel. And, and I'm thinking... Or just, like, a branching timeline where, oh, the Spider-Bit, you know this person or the spider i think it's more likely that's like a branching timeline of the spider bit freaking he bit andrew he bit garfield spider-man or he built mm-hmm. mcguire spider-man or well yeah it's still yeah. or, or there's the also line. silk because silk is a thing that not a lot of people know about but there's oh, a theory about the female p like no like no, the no, no 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 she's she's asian asian yeah the asian like it's, spider girl yeah yeah asian spider girl basically but yeah she's she she is her own person because there are there are ver- female versions of peter parker as spider yeah. girl and then there's peter parker mary jane had a kid and she became spider girl there's those two things and then there's fully like spider woman and there's spider there's self there's just a whole list but those are the Spider main known Gwen, ones. Yeah, yeah. So there, you know, there is the possibility that you know, Spider, that Silk may become a thing where Peter Parker got bit at the same time as Silk. Not the same Spider, but in a different, I guess you could say, you know, I don't want to say country, but like in a different, like, different place other than wherever. You get what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, I do. But. You know that they were bit at the exact same time so that's also a possibility but i i also want to throw this in there that, that it's a possibility that and i didn't think about this before because i didn't want to think about it but now it kind of makes sense that what if could actually be connected to the mcu and that it's not just there for fun because oh, people have been contemplating okay. that Doctor Strange is going to be in the episode where Peggy Carter becomes Captain America, where she gets the Super Soldier Serum. And then uh, Doctor Strange goes into that multiverse trying to fix things, right? Mm-hmm. And he's looking at Peggy Carter with the shield, and he's like, why do you have that? Who are you? And she's like, I'm captain america and he's like that's not right <laughs> you know this ain't right it's that's like, not right hold, hold on so she's like what and then she'd be like then like she'd be like you know like oh a woman can't be captain america harris you know like thanks. yeah exactly and all the more reason for the watcher to come out of the shadows and really start like observing like closely because of all these alternate realities trying to figure out like wow this is cool this is cool totally basically the watchers literally like fangirling right so you know i was shocked that the watcher was not the time lord keeper man that's not for that would... purpose though i understand where you're coming from but that wouldn't have that's made not sense. as per okay yeah because it, it would have made sense because like i was thinking oh he's like watching he makes sure that like everything goes in I get order exactly what you're talking about it's it is confusing to get them mixed up but it's i mean it's not a bad idea but that's just not you know that's just not, bad. This is not they literally thank you they literally don't interfere um huh I, I actually yeah, they do sit there and watch. They literally sit there and watch. I literally was told today that there was an event called Original Sin in the comics. And the whole purpose oh, of yeah. Original Sin was that the Watcher is killed. 
you know, it is the duty of the Watcher to observe and to not interfere. Like, I remember when Black Panther and um, Storm got married. And the Watcher was actually there to observe that wedding. Because it was big. It was Wakanda and, like, X-Men were, like, joining forces, kind of. Not exactly, but, you know, it was their worlds were kind of combining because she was a previous member um but in original sin the watcher is killed and the watcher has so much information that if it got leaked out all chaos would just let loose like worlds would be destroyed and everything and mm. it, it talks about how and what exactly happens because that information actually did get leaked Things about people, uh, things about people that before they were their previous lives, before they became a superhero, or um, this and that about their families. Like I think there was one specific thing about Peter Parker that no one knew, and information about him got leaked before he even became Peter Parker or Spider-Man. I mean, um, I don't know. It was just kind of crazy. So I don't know. My my theory now is is that what if is potentially canon to mcu and then it's not just there for fun so that's just my theory maybe i would agree with that theory that's a, yeah um i would agree i would agree with it but the only problem i see with saying that it is canon is i mean i know i i know i said earlier i don't know much about comics but what i do know about the original comics what if series was it was just like stanley and all the other writers going Hey, you know, it'd be funny if this oh, happened yeah. or like this happened. So I feel like it's just kind of that. That it's like for fun. That exploration of oh, what if this happened or what if this happened? Right. You right. know, I feel like it's just kind of that, and it's not actually like canon to the MCU or anything yeah. else. It's, it's just, just a... kind of a fun exploration. You know, either way, I, I'll still this. definitely watch it. So. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely watching it. But yeah, it'd be cool to watch, but yeah. Um, so then the episode kind of ends off with, uh, Loki going, you know, through the TVA running, looking for, uh, Mobius and, uh, B-15, and here they are talking about all the different, uh, branches and that new branches are coming about, and she said something really weird, um, you know, it, he's, she said something about him, I don't remember exactly what she said, does anyone remember? She said, "Does he does he really want us to let the sixty three uh, branches go?" Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. That that kind of like off put me. Um. Until we figure out what happens at the very end, which we'll talk about. Uh. But we see Loki. He finally catches up with them, and he's like, you know, there's this guy who is all powerful, and more versions of him that are going to be even worse are going to appear and take over and he's terrifying and all this and it's really something to see loki like that terrified of someone you know considering how like cocky he is and how you know how just how he is you know and right right so mm -hmm. then you Hulk. know the, the the scariest thing happens where mobius is like who are you like you need yeah, to calm he's like, down. You, well, you figure it out. You're an analyst, right? Yeah. He's like, wait, Mobius, it's me, Loki. I started to freak but out over that, you? and then it hit me, 
as soon as Loki turned around and saw, instead of the three time wizards, you just saw a picture. You just saw a statue of Kang in his comic book accurate suit, but minus the helmet, which was really cool. Um, and, and Loki just, you know, that's just where it cuts out. He's just staring at the statue, and then he's kind of, I guess he's kind of realizing, like, oh, that's how, like, time worked really that's fast. That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> I thought it was, like, he experienced, he met, like, a variant, and, like, all the variants are starting to bleed in now. Like, there's, like, a thousand, like, Mobius just running around. There, there's a potential that maybe she pushed him into a different universe where he yeah. didn't oh, meet Mobius. Okay. But, you know, the good thing is, is that we are getting a season two. You know, you didn't have to listen to the whole podcast to figure that part out because Marvel actually, you know, released that earlier today. But, you know, it's good to watch the, the podcast. Yeah, because I was looking, it was funny, I was looking through like the end credits because I just kind of, you know, hovered over the little bar and was oh, looking yeah. at the little frame. I was like, hmm, okay, there's no end credits. And I just decided, like, hey, I'll just put it right here and we'll just see. Right. And then I saw the little stamp and I was like, oh, good yeah. thing I, this is the first thing I didn't miss that. Yeah. The, like Scott said before, this is the first um, MCU show, not Netflix show because they're not canon to the MCU, but <sighs> this is the first show um, that they've had so far that is going to get a season two. What was that for, Scott? I liked, I'm, I'm starting to get invested in it because I know my brother really enjoyed um, Daredevil and he said it was an excellent show. Oh, they're yeah. excellent shows on um, they did, they did <gasps> Netflix, jobs. but like... They did, good, they did a good job on, on some of those shows, but... But it sickens me they're not canon. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't think it would work out the way that they introduced the characters. Like, they'd have to introduce them a specific way, you know, but... Oh, yeah. But anyways, what would, what would everyone rate the whole show? Or at least this episode? this episode i give it a solid eight and the series overall i'd give it a nine they really went in a different direction than i completely thought i was very surprised at how well they did it that actually really made me care about loki and his oh, whole yeah. backstory um so i give it a solid nine tristan uh it was pretty solid i would have to give it like a solid 9.5 what about the the whole show itself <laughs> The whole show itself um it was it was uh I, I didn't really like the way that it well i don't know i have mixed feelings about the end well okay there's, there's no problem with that that's what we're looking for on this podcast different opinions what would if you had to rate it what would you rate honestly if it what, if whole, we didn't get that whole what were you gonna say scott real quick I was gonna say honestly, if we didn't get the whole like season two thing, I probably would give this like an eight or seven. Oh like, yeah, I would give it a lower yeah. rating. But, um, it, it, but Tristan, back to you. If you had to rate it, what would you rate the whole show? I would rate it uh, the whole show probably like eight point five. Okay. What about you, Chris? The episode. I'm, and then I'm the show. Scott, or I'm I'm pretty much the same as Scott for the episode eight and for the whole show nine. I, I definitely. Yeah. I love, I, I like seeing, as I'll say again, not having read really, well, any of the comics, I like seeing new characters. It's it's just nice to see. Oh, honestly. yeah, definitely. I like, I like having new characters and all that to watch, 
and all that. So definitely a nine for the whole show. All right. Well, this has been season four podcast chaotic court um loki it was a very good show mixed feelings all together different opinions overall you can't say that it was a bad show it was full of adventure full of passion i loved it uh of course you know i still had mixed feelings about it but i just can't wait to see what what's next to come of course i think the next show is uh hawkeye hopefully can't wait to see what they do with Hawkeye because um, hopefully if, if everything works out, Hawkeye will, I would like to do a season six on Hawkeye and season five being Star Wars Visions. Well, thanks everyone. I'm excited for Visions. Oh uh, yeah, so am I. Star Wars and anime combined. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening and I'll see you later. <laughs>